Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Right. What's up, senders? Another fun episode of the Segment Podcast. We have Uncaged MTB here, as always. And uh, man, Sedona Bike Fest this weekend, huh? Oh, it looked good. It looked cold, but it looked like they were having a lot of fun out there. It sure did. All of you who are out there listening, either driving back from the Sedona Mountain Bike Fest, or if you've made it home and you're cozy in your warm house, <laughs> welcome back. I can't wait to see all the posts about that. Um, Joey, there was something there going on with you and the Colorado Kid and the Trail Dogs, I think, huh? Um, yeah, Colorado Kid was live and I kind of just hacked into his uh, live stream and he was. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to reach out to the Trail Dogs and I think I got him to go over and check out Goop. Nice, Thomas was, over at Goop. Yeah, I was. I got him over there. I was trying to get him to Yoshimura to check out the Ninja pedals, but oh yes, that never happened. <laughs> oh man, those Ninja pedals! I hope there are some of those left. Those are totally limited edition, aren't they? Yeah, there was ninety six of them, and they went like within a minute. What? Gone. Yeah. Are they all gone? They no. Gone. Yeah. Holy! Cow. I got on at nine oh five, and they were already sold out. Jeez, we got to see if uh, Mr. Yosh and Mr. Mr. Big E can uh, maybe crank out two more. Two more. <laughs> My brother was able to grab a set. Oh, He's man. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Um, shout out to a little bit here. We got Timothy Haley. What's up, everyone? Timothy Haley was in uh, was at Vail today for the races. Alpha MTV. Yo, yo, yo. I love that logo. What's up, Alpha MTV? Good, good to one. see you. We got uh, Burrell Bikes on the show tonight. Crisco Bikes in the house from Boise, Idaho. This feels like a big group hug. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have our special guest, Sean, on the show today. And Sean is part of a crew called Sprock Kids. Specifically, it's Sprock Kids SD. And he's going to tell us all about Sprock Kids. I actually heard about him from my buddy, Jeff Rahley, who saw him out at Vail, and I think he was doing some teaching to kids, and it just sounds like such a cool, cool thing that he's doing out there. Um, so he is backstage, ready to come out to teach us all about Sprock Kids and, and the stoke that he puts out there. We got uh, Debbie Keogh in the house. What's up, producer Deb? Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, now, Joey, real quick before we bring Sean on and get this, the show going, wasn't there some stuff going on with YT? They were out at the Sedona Bike Fest. Were they were they showcasing their uncaged sixes or what was going on there? I, I do know they had their uncaged sixes out there. I don't know if they were demoing those, but they were also, you know, running a big fleet of demo bikes out there this week, which was nice. Nice, nice. Those flight attendants look pretty pretty sick. Yeah, those are nice. Right. I'm we pretty just stoked on the decoy right now, though. <laughs> yeah, heck, heck, yeah. We had a pretty big crew on Saturday. There was like ten or twelve of us out there on decoys. It was whew, good times. That is awesome. San Clemente Trails. Is that the you were out there with um, old Mr. Steve Cavallero in the squad, huh? Yeah, we had Cab. It was a good size group. Good nice. size. Nice, Colin. Um, that's awesome, man. I see we got Spokesman MTB is on here tonight, too. What's up, Spokesman? Good to see you. He says, uh, I love writers that give back to the community. Totally, nice, totally, nice, totally. Definitely. And this is, uh, oh, Timothy Haley. He says, saving my dollars for a decoy. 
It's worth every penny. <laughs> right, worth every penny. Exactly. Crisco Bike says, Mark is checking out the flight attendants. Is his wife okay with this? <laughs> yes, we a lot of us were out there talking about the uh, the old bikes today. Um, and Alpha MTB says, was up at Dog Park today. So uh, he he was out there today oh. getting some of it. Oh, yeah, Eric. Right and dirty. Oh, yeah, just this guy, on. He was, he's been all over Sedona. Heck yeah. So I got to say this right and dirty got a picture of a guy who created a fender for the bike, a mud, a mud guard. Oh, okay. And when he got to the Sedona Bike Fest, he was handed this mud guard, and it's that picture of Eric that was taken by this artist, and they created it as the giveaway. Oh, so. Nice. Pretty epic. If you haven't got a chance, go check out Riding Dirty's Instagram and you'll see it there, which is which is awesome. I also saw that he's trying out the new Versa tires. He's going to love them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got to hold yeah. to some of those Versa tires, Eric. Those are going to be good. Those are going to no, be so No more good. sidewalls leaking. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, without further ado, let's get our uh, our our... I was going to say our guest of honor, but that sounds so formal. Let's get our guest <laughs> out here today. Um, Mr. Sean from Sprock Kids SD. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's up, Mark? What's up, guys? What's yo, going? yo. You can call me guest of honor. That's cool. Guest of honor. <laughs> guest of honor. Okay, cool. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be too stuffy, but. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Sounds awesome. Sean, so. A buddy of mine saw you at Vail and his daughter, Ava, was able to jump into the group and like just partake in what Sprock Kids was giving out. Yeah. What is Sprock Kids? Tell us all what Sprock Kids is. Yeah, great, great question. Um, so at its core, you know, Sprock Kids is a mountain bike instruction program for kids. Uh, generally, uh, we have programs running from age five to 18. Um, the core of the kids we get are typically seven to 12. A lot of the older kids kind of go the NICA route. Um, and we run a number of programs um, for the kids. So from fundamentals clinics, could be once a weekend, after school programs. A lot of instructional um, adventure clinics will go out to Vail, actually, right where, where I met Jeff. Um, Sky Park, and hopefully this year we're starting a new one out in the San Diego Mountains, out in like uh, Laguna area. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. It's, it's it, so is this, like, is it also a race team or is it more of like a skills and clinic type of thing? Or is it kind of an all-inclusive type of program? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, racing isn't specifically part of what we teach or what we're directed towards. So we're definitely different from NICA in that regard. Um, we're more... You know, it's hard to say that we're like a league because that's competitive. While we have fun and we have games and we'll do like competitive things within the program, we're not at all oriented towards um, competing on a bike. Gotcha. So it's, you know, it's safety, it's having fun, it's learning fundamental skills, right? And depending nice. on the clinic, sometimes advancing on those. And then it's to your point, yeah, no, totally inclusive. You know, I get this question a lot. Um, parents are like, is my kid good enough? Or is my kid too good? And we'll have, we're small groups, so we'll have, you know, eight to 12 kids in a cohort and usually at least two instructors. So it'll be one to six or one to four. And we can have the kid that's, you know, newer, and I'll tell the parent for anyone listening, you know, if your kid can ride off a curb at speed, like comfortably with confidence, we can build from there. So they do have to know how to ride a bike. Um, and a lot of the kids are jumping and want the more advanced stuff. And within the way we teach within our clinics, we can adapt each individual skill set for the kid because they're coming through. We're kind of evaluating them, giving feedback. So I can tell a kid who's maybe more advanced, go faster. I want you to do this in a tighter window or give them other like more advanced uh, techniques, say if it's for cornering or breaking or different things that you know I'm, I'm going to address it differently than the other kid. That's cool. Like caters to the kid, each individual kid's skill set. We do kind of on the fly. We can customize it so we can have kind of a diverse range of kids and skills and ages, uh, but still keep it fun for all of them and challenging. That, 
Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And how did Sprock Kids become? Did this start during the pandemic? Has it been out there before the pandemic? And maybe what was the inspiration behind starting this whole thing? Yeah, yeah good question. So Sprockets itself started, um, I'll give you a long story, in Canada about 30 years ago. This guy, Doug uh, Det Detweiler, sol solid dude. And he started it up there. Um, he was a middle school teacher. And he had these high-energy kids that weren't, you know, fitting into, say, typical ball sports or your traditional sports, right? And uh, he was a mountain biker and saw um, saw what mountain biking could be for kids who maybe didn't plug in into other traditional stuff and started Sprockheads and built it um, throughout Canada over the last 20, 30 years. It's oh, thousands of kids up there has a number of um, community leaders and that's what we call our coaches or community leaders. Um, so I found um, to your, the second part of your question, mm -hmm. probably four, it was pre pre COVID. It was about, it was the summer of 2017 I have two daughters, uh, Braylon, who's 10 now, and Tegan, who's eight. But at the time, Braylon was six. And so I've been mountain biking, you know, since I was pretty much 10. Like, that's mountain biking. It's my gym, right? And so you want to get your kids into what you're into. So she got a 20-inch bike, and I took her out to some of the local trails. And I was, like, filming her, you know, like, holding my phone, looking back. And she just had the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> Getting bit by the stoke bug. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. She was so stoked. And um, and I was in turn like, oh, this is rad. She's into it. So um, like any, like I'm sure you know, any overactive parent, I came home like, okay, what's like, what can I sign her up for? What can I get her into? Mountain bike related. And San Diego Mountain Bike Association down here does like take in mountain biking day. And we've since partnered with them on that. And there's, there's certain things that pop up, but it's kind of like one-off stuff. And I was looking for something, you know, she plays softball and gymnastics. So I was looking for something more regular. That led me down the rabbit hole to where I found Doug in Canada. Um, Doug, Doug came, um, Doug referred me to Giant, who administers the program. Um, and then through that, um, found out that they were, coach are teaching community leaders in the states oh wow okay yeah, it worked out great giants in newbury park i went through their training they handed me a lot of resources to basically go into the community and like the best way i could put is they're like here you go and they kind of like kick you out the door like go be somebody and uh wow. it started yeah it started with me and pq was this I think, sure. wow what? Yeah. Rounds. <laughs> we, just, we just got a super chat that came in from spokesman mtv this is the most i've ever seen on the show it's a 200 super chat thank you so much spokesman mtv says thanks to sean for making the activity more accessible to so many keep up the great work and keep passing on the love of mtv wow that's so rad thank wow. you so much that is incredible also got another super chat that came in from Burrell Bikes, Mr. Crisco Bike here, $4.99. He says, I'm still looking for a kids program that will call me General Lisa. General Lisa, I like that. Crisco, you can come on and I will we'll put your title up as General Lisa. I love here's, it. Here's our buddy Craig MTB Raging. We are out there uh, getting after it today at Vale Lake. He says, I think it's awesome having coached kids and a few different abnormal quote non-ball sports it's pretty amazing the challenging and, and challenging to coach kids super rewarding that is awesome right that, that is very cool yeah thank you guys alpha mdb says are you just local to sd or looking to expand that's a good question yeah great question um so myself uh we're in san diego and so personally my goal here is Kind of leading this whole thing is to saturate san diego um, when i tell people if you think of like little league you think of baseball right like that's you know i want sprockets to be some synonymous with you know kids mountain biking here in san diego giant um would love to continue to expand the program in the states so um i don't forget who asked that but um alpha i believe uh yes there's potentially opportunities for that and i'd be happy to connect with you and kind of 
how we how we've kind of built the wheel leveraging what they had for someone else who might want to do the same nice that's very cool so so um with the whole sprock kids thing have you seen since you started in san diego i think you said 2017 have you seen a, a rise in the youth for mountain biking since 2017 to today uh big time Yes. Yeah. I think COVID, as we've seen a lot more people have gotten outdoors mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and with, with traditional ball sports being shut down, we were pretty aggressive about trying to operate when we were, once we were allowed to. And once everyone in San Diego, the state figured that stuff out, um, we started running programming and um, we did see kind of a resurgent interest of, I, I don't the non-traditional, like the parent doesn't necessarily mountain bike. Mm -hmm. put their kids into it um uh and since and it's hard to say as we've continued to grow and brand and get exposure in san diego we've definitely had a lot more activity and interest so i think a combination of both um and with what nike is doing we kind of get some um, stuff coming from upstream down uh, we refer back and forth so it's been there's a lot of kids out there that are stoked to ride and <laughs> we're stoked to work with them yeah, man, they are fearless. I saw a bunch of them out there today and there was the junior high uh, division that was like packed with like 25 racers in it. Whoa. And they were all, all some of their times were just incredible. You look at uh, these three courses and most people are running like the whole race, you know, going downhill for three runs at Vail, like around 10 minutes or so. Right. Some of these kids are popping in under eight or, or within the eight <laughs> minute mark. It's just incredible. It's incredible talent to see out there. That's right. With, um, with people becoming newer to mountain biking, did you, what was it? Um, did it seem like it was a lot of people from mountain bike families that were finding Sprock kids or were some of these kids just straight up brand new to the outdoors? Um, both as well. So, wow. We have the mix of the, um, you know, like myself or you, like the stoked dad, typically dad, but also mom that rides and they want their kid. Maybe their kid doesn't like it and they want them to like it yeah. or they just want them <laughs> to get skills or, you know, they're fired up. And so we see that, we see that quite often, but we do see more and more so now, especially um, where the kid is already riding and the parent like just they're either not interested or just don't mountain bike. So they need someone in the same way, like my kids go to gymnastics. I wouldn't know how to teach them gymnastics. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. We're that for the mountain biking for kids. Um, and then we've had kids show up with literally like tags still on the bike, you know, stickers are on there. They can ride it. Dang. And, um, and you know, maybe they're a little nervous or not. It, it all runs the gambit. Um, and they all do phenomenal. The best part is watching, um, you know, like anything, you show up to something you, you're not so sure. Some are more confident than others. But by the end, even like a few days, a few like um, for the after school program, a few meetings in, you see their confidence on the bike. Just, you know, it's like vertical. But then it translates off the bike too, uh, which is really cool to see. And that's part of coaching too. You know, it's not just like here's how you corner or here's how you, you know, do bike fundamentals. Um, we also like you know, kind of life coaching, or I guess like being yeah. a human is a, a big part of what we do too. Right. Um, and a positive influence, being a positive influence on these kids. That's so cool. I mean, the sport of mountain biking teaches us so, so much about life and overcoming adversity and progressing and working hard in order to get something accomplished, you know, whether it's a time, a feature obstacle or, or a new skill. And on top of that, to have like a, a great coaching leadership community leaders, as you guys say, uh, to help out with these kids, that is, that is really, really cool. Can you tell me about, or, could, or are you able to share with, uh, with us about a few writers that came in and, and how, how uh, Sprout Kids really changed them uh, yeah. physically, maybe mentally even? hundred uh, percent. We have, there's a, I mean, we get a number of those kids. Um, one that's, uh, sticks out that uh, comes to pretty much every event they can make it to. Um, he's uh, he's kind of fits in that mold of the kid who didn't traditionally fit in with ball sports. We get a lot of the, um, like, my kid's playing too much video games. Like, I need to get him outside. You know, the parent that's, like, that's wrestling with that. Um, 
but he came out and was, you know, extremely nervous, uh, just on the, with the bike with us somewhat socially awkward, right. Which is fine. And, um, you know, it's persistence. It's being positive, the peer group too. Um, and that's something we see, right. As mountain bikers, like riding with your friends, being stoked about whatever's going on. Like that peer group for us as adults is just as powerful for kids. Right. And so riding with their parents, that's different than riding with a group of kids. Um, and that's part of like the community thing, but going back him being able to leverage within that and then incrementally, you know, we start like just right across this flat board on your bike and stay on the board. And then now here's a pyramid and we have these obstacles that we use. Okay. Right. You did that. Okay. Now you're going to do a teeter totter. And like, it's even as a dog, you never done it. You're like, some of the parents are like, you're not sending the kids across that. And then you just see by the end, they're like jumping. <laughs> so taking him and then doing that. And by the end of the program, his mom, and we've heard this a number of times, was like, I don't know what you guys did, but he's like super into it. He's, I'll get texts. Like he's asking when we can ride again. Do you guys, you know, are you doing other trail rides? And um, for some of these kids to come around, like, you know, we have, just like we have riding groups, we kind of have informal riding groups outside Sprock Kids, um, which is part of the community thing, right? It's not just like show up for this clinic. Like you're going to meet like-minded folks like with anything uh, and then build on that and kind of be, I don't want to say indoctrinated, but uh, welcomed into like what the mountain bike community is. That's really cool, man. That That's that's such a good thing for the kids and and for the parents as well. Um, Joey, could you pull up the Instagram and show up a little bit of the Sprott Kids and talk through some of these posts that uh, Sean has made? These things are pretty sweet stories. I think I'm going to lost you guys. There it is. Oh, there, there we go. go. So that's the teeter-totter that you were talking about, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the kids. He was sending it off the end of that thing. That's nice. And then I noticed, um, let me see, let's click. It looks like they get pretty advanced towards the end of the, let's see. Yeah, so I'm trying to, um, so this is uh, promoting, we have, um, I don't know if you know who John Simic is, he's a local pro in San Diego, but him okay. and our Delster community leader, Jim, who uh, Jim's also a full-time mountain bike coach for Delster Dirt. But these, this is his crew, um, and I get you heard it here first because this is kind of our like informal announcement. But uh, we have jumping clinics coming this summer. Uh, oh, nice! With an actual pro doing like, just look up John S I M E K. Look at his YouTube. You don't have to do it here, but okay, uh, yeah, yeah. He absolutely rips. And then um, Jim helping coach. You know, I don't know if the kids will be coming doing that day one, but uh, <laughs> but we're orienting towards. No, yeah, that that's good jumping. stuff there. Yeah, thank you. Where where are most of your um, clinics? Like you said, you're in San Diego, but where where do they take place? Yeah, great uh, great question. Circling back to kind of um, what I was talking to Mark about, kind of like the formation. I formed in Rancho Penasquitos. This is where okay. I live. Um, um, through other parents, Jim being the first, his kids came through. He was stoked. He's like, "Hey, I want to do this." Um, I'm like, "Look, we built the wheel." I supported him and he's started as a community leader in Del Sur. So he's within Sprocket San Diego, kind of our umbrella, okay. but he runs our Del Sur programming. Um, and he's paid as a coach running that. Um, we have since then expanded into um, Escondido. A good buddy of mine, Mark, runs that. Um, uh, we've also last year expanded into Mission Valley. Um, so Stephanie and Lucy are running that. They're awesome coaches. And then Carmen, who's the, um, um, she runs uh, within SoCal League. I forget South Bay Composite within NICA. Um, Carmen's that coach, but she's also our community leader in Chula Vista. And then um, this year we have uh, North County Coast. So yeah, you guys are hearing it for to hear first too. <laughs> we have North County Coastal coming online. Um, so we get a lot of people that come in from Carlsbad, Encinitas, those areas. Okay. Um, so Nick's awesome dude. Uh, He's getting trained up now to start that this summer. Um, we also have um, recurring trail rides happening around Lake Hodges. We've had a lot of demand for just getting out and riding instead right. of being clinic oriented. So Carrie is going to be running that. Um, and then we have the jumping clinic stuff coming up. 
Um, and yeah, so those location wise. Yeah, it sounds like, that, that sounds like a pretty good spread as far as San Diego goes. And then um, most of them, are they like at schools, at parks, or you're actually out on the trails? It's a mix. Yeah, good question. Yeah. The okay. the fundamentals clinics, um, like fundamentals one is one three-hour clinic. It's generally at a park. Okay. Um, we try to do park adjacent to, adjacent to trails. So if you're familiar with PQ, there's I run out of um, – it's called Penasquitos Creek Park, and you can literally like go across the street and you're down into the PQ Trail system. Perfect. Um, same with um, at Felicita, we're right by Hodges. So it depends. Not all of them have that, and we um, we leverage our our um, obstacles and such to keep the kids engaged, um, just in a park, right? Between cones, the teeter totter stuff, and then games, we have like a lot of like bike limbo and this one called Anarchy Island, which like everyone loves. <laughs> Is uh, um we stay in the parks with the after school program there is a like permanent trail right component that's the second half okay and we that's the most in-depth one we kind of teach everything in the first four weeks of like here's you know the core of fundamentals of mountain biking and then we go out to the trail and apply a lot of that stuff and we'll session we'll session things session burn or session or corner or different climbing techniques and stuff like that nice nice yeah Nice. I made it back, fellas. Sorry about that. The little one, he he was knocking on the door. I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) It sounds like you guys are talking about locations that you practice and things that you do. Yes. Yep. So I was just running through. So I kind of gave a long version, but we're in Penasquitos, Del Sur, Escondido, Chula Vista, Mission Valley, North County Coastal coming this year. Um, with recurring trail rides around Lake Hodges and then jumping clinics that'll, that'll kind of be roving around. And then we do adventure clinics. I didn't touch on, but we go to Vail Lake. Um, and that's where I met Jeff, as you mentioned earlier. And well, like these kids will do Rocky top and stuff. Like we do it in a safe way and we're spotting it. Like, you know, the sketchy sections, right. Um, um, but we like, if the kids down to be challenged and we see that they have the skills, like we'll challenge them. Um, Sean, let me, for all of us here, let's get some skills right now. So speaking of Rocky Top, Rocky Top's got my number. Rocky Top's got my number. So, okay, we all, all of us who are, I'm looking at the audience right now as well, all of us who are on the line, we all know Rocky Top and, or OG to, to Renoa Flow, they're calling it now. But as you're starting from the top, you drop in right off the ramp, there's two lines. Some people go straight over the rock, a little bit to the left. Some people go to the right. That's where all the dirt is. And then you kind of skirt the edge and you come in to hit that first right berm. What is the best way to hit that sucker? Right. <laughs> uh, I do the over the rock. What's funny you asked that. I didn't realize that was a line until I saw um, I raced a veil myself. It was pre-COVID. And someone was taking photos right there, and I saw someone. I was like, "Oh, that's a." <laughs> <laughs> it sets you up nicely for that corner, but you're turning and you're going like, does the bike want to jump a little bit to the right as you're hitting those rocks, or do you just ride right over it and it's fine? I just haven't done that line yet. I uh, I don't know. I'm on like autopilot, so. Dang. That's one that I got to add to the coaching repertoire. I wish I could give you good advice. <laughs> so there's that one. And then this is probably a spot you guys were spotting the kids and helping them get through it. Cause I know my son Messiah is on 26ers and we had to practice this section a number of times, but as you're on Rocky top, uh, two more is asking Rocky top is located at Vail. There you go. And KGMTV answered it. <laughs> it's at Vail Lake. So there's a spot when you drop in, you hit the berms, and then you hit, there's like those little jumps, right? Or little like pumping little mounds. And then you get in, you start to enter the tech section. And then there's like kind of a blind line to the left that you take in order to make that sharp right turn. Mm-hmm. And as you drop in on that blind line to the left, it kind of goes down these rocks, it gets chunky, and you hit that right turn, you can make that sharp turn pretty easily. But then there's also the line on the right that is like smoother to get through, but then almost makes that right turn almost impossible. I think almost impossible. (laughs) But for kiddos, what's the best line to take on that? (laughs) Yeah, this is what got me. (laughs) The, um, yeah, the rollover is challenging on the left, I believe, because you have bottom bracket issues. Yes. My son, Um, an OTB on the, in practice right there. 
and because you're kind of slow and there's like so many square edges so it's real easy once you're kind of off of it to just like cross yeah. up yeah um no like those ones spots like that those are ones where um like a lot of times many of the kids will walk it um if the kids like i believe jeff's daughter was on a 27 and a half the kids that are on bigger bikes can go on it. I I, I feel the left one's better just because it's so awkward to mm-hmm. cut that right. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish I had a perfect answer. For you. No, it's good to think about. I think I just wondered if there was like another line or a way. But you're right. The I want it's a challenging to, section. It really is. I yeah. mean, the right line is so nice, but then you all of a sudden. There's a boulder in the way to turn right. Yeah, well, you like almost like T. Like exactly. Yeah. It's tough. Um, and then today, that's where I got. I didn't get it there, but uh, I just washed out on a berm and, yeah. uh, and and took it in a in a really nice berm that wouldn't even think it would take anybody out, but it got me. <laughs> it got me. The rut monster. We call it the rut monster. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it on that. A rat monster. <laughs> but um, so for fundamentals like that, because I do see a question here, Alpha MTB is asking, what is the cutoff age for this? Because uh, some people might need some refreshers. Um, <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> yeah. Is that Generalissimo? Or... No, no Alpha, Alpha <laughs> MTB is a part of a squad called the Bomber Crew. Um, and uh, vet- veteran writers uh, serve oh. in the military. Also mix in with some civilians as well but cool. a great group of dudes. Um, but yeah, is that something that somebody could, could take as an adult or is that more for the, just the kids only? Great question. Um, generally speaking, we're kid oriented. Um, what we're teaching is, you know, I would teach how, what I teach a kid, like I can teach an adult the exact same thing, right? Bike fundamentals don't change. Uh, but generally speaking, parent, we invite parents and that's another part of the program of kind of getting like, that engagement between the parent and the child mm-hmm. and like a youth sport, you're generally not going to go out and like play T-ball with your kid. Like they're out on the field and you're cheering right. them on. Yeah, We have a unique opportunity to bring parents in to do it with their kid and parents will sign up for the clinics and we will coach the parent just as we are the kid um, adult specific clinics. And we've been getting this question more and more, and there's no reason that uh, we couldn't do it. We're, and events. We're a nonprofit too. I don't think, I don't know if I spoke to that, but we're a nonprofit. So a lot of our, the funds that we get for operating, right. Come from the event fees um, and teaching adults is something we're exploring. So uh, mm. I don't know if he was like serious about that or not, but um, Might, yeah, we've had sure. enough interest where we could like do one-off uh, like adult oriented clinics. Yes. That, that's pretty cool. Uh, Moto jump Mark is asking, does Sprock kids have available positions for staff or instructors? Great question. That looks like a 62. I used to fly a 60. I have, oh. a, I have a former, former Navy myself. Oh, no uh, way. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Moto, what's up? Good question. Um, yes. Uh, we are. So we are currently, we have a few markets that we want to get to within San Diego. So if you're interested in coaching with us, um, we are looking to get more of a presence in mid city. So like around Balboa park, North park area. Uh, we'd also like to have a larger presence in East County. And then yes, thank you. Um, bigger picture. We just announced this, I believe last week we are hiring an executive director. So, um, and, and we touched on this a little bit, but um, Sprockets has been for the last four years now, it's crazy, pretty much volunteer ran. Um, the coaches do get paid, but the revenues come in to kind of pay them um, for each event that they're coaching. But the leadership, the administration, pretty much everything else that goes into running you know, a business um, has been by our board of directors, which is, you know, they're phenomenal. I've been taking a, a big, you know, having started this, I'm doing, and my wife and I are doing a lot of that work. And um, like, I have a full-time job aside from this, I work in real estate. So uh, it's getting to the point where it's like, we're doing a lot of awesome stuff. Uh, we're really expanding kind of beyond the capacity of what volunteer work can do. So we are hiring an executive director that's going to be starting out 25 plus or minus um, hours a week. I think that will go full-time pretty quickly. Um, it'll be focused on fundraising, grant writing, engaging with our sponsors, engaging with the community, and really just taking our mission, right? Which at its simplest form is kids on bikes and expanding mm-hmm. that throughout San Diego. Gotcha. That's cool, man. Thanks for the Very, 
Very cool. Yeah. Thank you, Moto Moto Jumper Mark. Also, MTB Mini Bomber saying, "Nice, nice, nice, nice." I think he might be saying "nice" for all of that, plus the fact that you used to fly the helicopters as well. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, so when it comes to sponsors and support for Sprock Kids, it, it's a nonprofit organization. You guys are out there working hard. A lot of volunteer work, a lot of work behind the scenes, um, but you have help from certain companies. Uh, it sounds like Giant is is helping you guys. Um, this part is the next uh, place that I like to call Product Spotlight. And I love always hearing about what and how organizations are helping out fellow writers or organizations like Sprout Kids. Are there any companies that you would like to share or give a spotlight on and, and let us know how they're involved with you? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that question. If you don't mind, uh, we have a number of sponsors, so I'd like to give a little bit of about, yeah. about each oh, one. Oh, so, absolutely. Heck yeah. So Giant, Giant Live, um, you know, Giant Group, they um, administer the program, um, like very loosely, as I mentioned. They've given me the tools to go out and do this. Um, they provide fairly significant monetary um, support as well. Um, mm. Bill, I don't know, Bill, if you see this, but I love you, my man. Uh, he's instrumental and. In, Hey, we need this or branding that. And um, they've been, we wouldn't be where we are without the support of giants. I'm super grateful for those guys. Wow. That is awesome. Um, yeah. They've been, they've been fantastic. Uh, REI actually um, came on last year. Um, we get a lot of kids who um, want to participate, but may not have the bike or the helmet or the gear, right? Like mountain biking's, you know, you can't just pick up a glove and a ball. There's a little more to it. And we had a long time goal of being able to support those kids. And REI donated, I believe it was 10 bikes last year. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So we're we're super stoked for that. And we use them all the time. So parents are like, oh, well, my kid doesn't have a bike. And it's like, sorry. You know, or hey, maybe we can borrow one. Like we tried to make it work amongst the board. Like, hey, is your son, did, he, did you sell that bike? But now we have a trailer uh, and we can grab. We've got from 24 to 27 and a half. That is rad. All, yeah. all giant, obviously giant lineups or with REI? It's the it? REI. Yeah. So giant, like all everyone in the industry last year and before, like just supply issues. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. So they are REI, their co-op, I think. Um, so that's, uh, we're stoked to have that. We're stoked to have REI on board. It's a big um, name. Those are two big names right there. <laughs> Dang, yeah. <John. laughs> yeah. You know, I, like I said, I'm in real estate, I just like cold call people. Hey, you want to give us some stuff? Um, they can see the goodness in the work that you're doing. That's, that's incredible. They're, they're stoked to support and their local teams in San Diego has been awesome. Um, 661 in that case, um, they've been awesome. They, they give discounts. We'll do helmet giveaways with Nutcase and stuff. They've been awesome supporters. Um, Nutcase's main guy is actually here in San Diego, uh, Chris. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Zoic uh, came on last year as well. They've been amazing supporting like our coaches apparel. Um, we're doing t-shirt runs with them right now. Uh, they've okay. been fantastic. Yeah. And then uh, who else do we have? I can't say enough. I can't uh, come on here without mentioning Susie Murphy, as I'm sure you know, from San Diego Mountain Biking Association. The MBA. That's right. Yep. I am not like from a nonprofit background or like, you know, what an executive director does or like how to interface with these things. And Susie has been she's been instrumental like from day one when she found out what we were doing she's like rad let's go who do you need to know like 100 percent support she's on our board as well i was so stoked with how much support susie gave me i joined the stemma board um for the last two years so susie i love you um who else afton uh they're local to san diego been fantastic toey um if you have kids well you do yeah you know, they don't all like climbing a lot right right <laughs> so, Joey makes those straps. It was like red. I think I make a blue one too. Bungee straps. Um, they're like a natural fit. And I was using their product for years uh, before I brought them on. But um, Maxima Racing Royals, we have. They've been great. Uh, they were actually our first sponsor. Andrew. He's no longer there, but he reached out to us. They've been fantastic. Who else do we have on here? Team Q and D. Devo. Uh, DVO suspension. Oh, um, yeah. And then Rev Grips, uh, local as well. Oh yeah, Santee boys. Yeah. That's awesome. Rev yeah. grip, some good, good stuff. All, yeah, all those are amazing. Yeah. Now they've been awesome. Uh, whether it's swag discounts, um, you know, we have, you know, someone comes in and they need something we can like affirm to our supporters and then they're, they've been just great 
you know, introducing us to other people. I'm not necessarily like a bike industry guy. I just kind of started doing this and like rad things have happened. I'm pretty grateful for it. <laughs> yeah, you've done a, a great job. And I'm sure everyone there is just so happy to be supportive of Sprock Kids. And like going back to the Afton shoes, I mean, Afton's a, a, a local shoe company and uh, they, they provide you guys. Some of those shoes that they have are insanely protective. Yeah. Those, those Coopers. And, and then uh, do you teach the kiddos like with flats or clips or, or clipless flats. or flats? flats okay. yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Rev Grips, amazing for keeping some of that, some of that chatter down in the hands. Yes. Which, which is, which is super helpful. I bet helpful a lot for those kiddos, huh? Yeah. No, my, my kids love them. I mean, you know, I, you ever go to Big Bear and your like hands are like stuck like this, you know what I mean? Like a bike park day. <laughs> With no so blood, they're like totally white. Like, yeah, like, ah, <laughs> trying to open your hand back up. Someone's like, oh, you got to try these grips. This is before they were a sponsor. I was like, what? They're like, does that work? And I tried them out. And like, that's all I run now. Yeah. yeah they're, they're the best. That is awesome. I had them on my last bike and I was just like, this is amazing. It, mom. My one buddy, Joe Duarte, was like, I swear by these. You got to get these rev grips, man. You got to get them. And I'm like, really? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like you look at the price point of entry and you're like, ah, oh, but once you get them to be able to just shift and change out things is is very affordable. But I'm like, is it really going to make that much of a difference? And sure enough, man, it it does. They're they're incredible. They're almost like having uh, shocks for your hands. For real. I thought they would feel like, I was like, wait, do I want my grip to move slightly? But you don't, I don't even notice it. Right, yeah. right, yeah. They're amazing. When I was putting in those little uh, plastic spacers, I guess yeah. those things are the ones that allow the grip to expand upon like impact, so like it disbands some of the energy. I'm like, dang, this is actually cool. And then when I wrote it, I'm like, oh, there you go, there you go. So that that's cool. Out of all of those supporters, and um, obviously shout out to Susie Murphy, SDMBA Simba. I feel like Sprock Kids is is got a great direction and trajectory are you feeling like it's it's going the way that you want it or is it is it kind of like still kind of tough or where maybe some of your organizational pains when you're as you grow yeah it's a great question um yeah no it's i'd say we're kind of beyond or where i ever thought was going to be you know my initial idea was like i talked about like my daughter was stoked you know this doesn't exist like now it exists and then it's just kind of just naturally gotten to where it is now pain points you know currently the executive director is a huge push right now for us um getting someone that can really grab the reins and help you know really continue to push forward there's a lot of things i feel like we could be doing or executing on better but with you know, a volunteer, mostly volunteer force that makes it, that makes it difficult. Um, um, but aside from that, there's, there's so much opportunity to engage with these kids and other things we can do. I think that once the executive director, you know, once we have that person hired, the next focus is to um, get a community leader that's more um, for like disadvantaged communities. So to be able to leverage the trailer we have from REI, um, take the funding that we're getting through running our events and then go put it on for free in communities where kids would never have this opportunity. So wow. that's, that's like the next, like really the core nonprofit piece. Of, um, there's plenty of kids like, you know, the stoke of like mountain bike or just riding a bike that so many kids don't get exposed to. And that's, right. we want to take that and like bring it to them. Right. Cause it's super hard for them to come to us. Um, so that's kind of our next, that's going to be the next big push. Um, and I'm hoping with the executive director, we'll be able to focus that. And that'll be, that could be like a community leader position too, to someone who asked earlier that wants to focus more on working with that. Um, those groups, we've had people um, like um, kids that have, you know, alcohol related or drug related issues that have reached out for like enrichment programs. And it's mm -hmm. just like the dots don't always connect, but having someone focusing on just that uh, would be pretty rad. I think we can provide a pretty good service there too. That's great, man. Really impacting these kiddos. And um, during the pandemic as well, I'm sure you've seen a lot of kiddos who were behind screens because everything was, you know, learning from home and getting them outside. Did you did you notice a shift in some of those kids where maybe they weren't 
able to get outside and now through Sprott Kids, uh, you were able to get them out there. Was there, was there those moments there? Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> that's like the parent that's like, get off the screen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to like, you know, introduce the kid, like, you know, hopefully they like something more than that. And we see it. We definitely see that. One kid's <laughs> this kid's healthy. Uh, I do this kind of like, you know, introduce yourself, like, why are you here thing? Like on the first day. And this kid, like, dead face was like, I'm only here because I have to be here to play my video games. And I was like, okay. Welcome, welcome. By the end of it, I was like, I asked him like at graduation. I was like, so do you want to ride your bike or play video games? He's like, that's like success that is awesome how did he end up doing through the class was he did he take to it he did yeah some kids take like some kids just want to do it yeah you know some kids aren't so sure and need a little more prodding but like yeah it's kind of those kids like you can tell he's having fun but he didn't want to let it on you know right right but by the end he like <laughs> relaxed you know again that community of kids the peer group um like just allows them to be kids right and just have fun on a bike that is very cool. That is cool. Debbie Keel, the uh, producer, Debbie Sarah says, uh, this is so cool for our next generation. Man, totally, totally. These are all the goods that are going to be the trail ambassadors, you know, and, and take over, for sure. um, which is going to be awesome. The community is so strong. The MTB community is so strong and so positive. It's cool that there's, it's growing, you know, and it's great that there's organizations like yours that are helping kind of groom the next up to bat, so to speak, which is, which is great. And then as well as keeping them safe with skills and fundamentals that will keep them riding for a long, long time. For sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. When it comes to the Sprock kid, then we, we talked about the kids. We talked about the organization. Tell me a little about, about these community leaders. Who, who are the people that are involved kind of behind the scenes there working with you and what does that look like in case somebody else wants to maybe join your team or how Alpha was asking about a different area, maybe a team starts up up there? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good question. So the community leaders themselves, in the same way I mentioned earlier, that Giant kind of empowered me to go out and like put out the Sprockets program. You know, we do the same with the community leaders. So while they're a part of Sprockets San Diego, they're a coach, like a, like they're more of a contractor, right? So uh, from like an admin point of view, I guess um, they're making their own schedules. Like we have in two weeks, all the coaches are getting together, the community leaders, and we're figuring out our second half of the year schedule. So they make their own schedule. We just try not to step on each other, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, as an organization, um, we do provide a good amount of training, but um, we do expect someone to have a BICP certification. So. What? What is, what is that BICP? Is that like uh, a coaching certification? Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, bike instructor certification program. Okay. So I think they're a nonprofit as well. It's uh, Shams March. If you know who he is, he's a former downhill pro. Um, he heads that up. Um, so I think it's ICP bike online. If you look it up, ICP bike. So they have three levels of skills. So we have a, a level one fundamental skill instructor. So all our instructors have that base level. Um, and that's just, we want, we want, if you go to say my program in PQ, and then you say go to Carmen's program in Chula Vista, the way I teach you how to do a front wheel lift is going to be like the same way she teaches you how to do a front wheel lift. So we have the standardization and we do that through that training. There's some other safety training too, like concussion, you know, first aid CPR, those things that some we provide, some we expect the person to bring. Um, and then they, you know, they make their own schedule. There's kind of a minimum uh, level of courses that we want you to be putting out. Um, Sprock Kids itself provides all the print marketing, digital marketing, um, the bookings. Um, so once you're a coach and on board with us, um, we encourage the coaches to go out and, and be a community leader. So it's not it's not just a term that we use as a fancy word for a coach. Like we really want you to go out and be a community leader, engage with your community, engage with the mountain bike kids that are riding down in the canyon, um, you know, be that presence in mountain biking and that like supporter for them. Uh, that's awesome so it's you know we've learned like what's a good fit there how to find the right person to do that um 
I think I'm getting off on a tangent. The no, the question was <laughs> this. This is all good about the yeah. community leaders. Yeah, exactly. How, and how do you find do the do you typically find the community leaders to join your team, or do they find you, or does Giant help find them? How how are they found? Great question. So far, they've all found us, um, and that just goes back to like just the stoke of like people come out and volunteer. Like we have an event we can get into the events later, but in May we call shred fest and it's, um, it's a party on bikes. Like people just come out, we have volunteers and everyone's just so stoked. The kids are stoked. Volunteers are stoked. Everyone's just like, so everyone walks away. Like that was such a good time. And so whether it's like a parent whose kid came through our program, like Jim, who is now a community leader or, um, Mark and Lucy and Steph, who are friends from the Navy, but have come out and helped. I'm like, this is rad. I want to do this too. Um, Carmen, the same way through NICA, you know, she already had that background working with kids, really enjoyed it. Came out, saw what we were doing at clinics and uh, wanted to be a part. Uh, and same with Nick, uh, who's starting um, up in Carlsbad, North County Coastal. Just no got way. to know him through like, um, I think through Susie actually through an event. And then he came out, saw what we we're doing. He's like, I want to do this. Like, Let's go. Like the wheels built. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Susie Murphy, man, out there working her magic. <laughs> she is. She definitely is the best. She is. Our, so I heard you say that you guys have events and then you have the Shred Fest in May. Um, what are some of the events that, that Sprott Kids puts on? Yeah. Uh, can you pull up our website, our bookings page? Sure. Yeah. If you go to SprottKidsSD.com. Okay. Um, I can just kind of talk through some of the upcoming ones. Yeah, heck yeah. It looks like Joey's back there working on that. SprockKidsSD.com. And then the top, you'll see upcoming courses. Upcoming uh, courses, okay. And then uh, while while Joey's pulling that up, is that um, – are these events um, – are they obviously well, – well, here we go. We'll, we'll talk through some of these now, here. but uh, there we go. Upcoming events – Right, right there, yeah, upcoming there. courses. Oh, upcoming courses. Yeah. And there is part of the man, so live giant. There we go. Del Sur after school program. Oh, yeah. So talk us through some of these. You, this is pretty rad. So this one's yeah, this one's starting March 15th. This is kind of our flagship. Um, when I started in PQ, we were doing like fee free family rides, and we still do like free community events like that. Um, but this is probably the core of our program. So this is an eight. It's an eight meeting program. The first four meetings are in the park using the obstacle stuff I touched on earlier, learning the bike fundamentals. And then the second four meetings are out on the trails. Um, that trail system is going to differ. So if you go to Jim's, he's got a trail system up there by Usardi that he rides at. Um, if you go to mine, we're going to be riding in PQ, Chula Vista, you're going to be riding around Otai. Um, but yeah, so the after school program is, um, uh, more in depth is we have like tracking sheets, you know, the kids get stamps, like they, they really see progression. Um, and we go into a little more detail on like bike maintenance and some of the stuff that we don't necessarily get into in the fundamentals. Mornings. Excellent. Excellent. That's cool. So that one's coming up. Looks like Chula Vista has one coming up. That's going to be the same type of thing or course, but just in a different location. That's the, that's the fundamentals one and two. So oh, that's nice. um, three hours to, I believe she's running those on two different Saturdays. De again, it depends on the contractor, but, um, uh, or the coach community leader. Uh, but Carmen, that's Carmen right there. She, oh. um, for that, for that course, that's going to be predominantly in the park, but this going to be again, building on like the fundamental skills. Uh, and those are the same ones we touch in on the after school program. We just have, where the this is a six-hour course uh, across two meetings, the after-school program sixteen hours across eight meetings. Gotcha. So a, little, a little more time with the kids. Gotcha, man. And the price point on that for eight eight meetings after school that is not bad at all. Right there, the fundamentals one and two that is not bad, but the one up above that one, Joey, that is a, a steal. Eight meetings after school. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. We ran through that. You know looking at what's like, what's a fair price to pay the coach and the, but still make it approachable for the parent. And, uh, um, there's one too, that we just got a grant from the County for a few of the locations, Chula Vista being one where through this year, some of these events are 50 bucks off. Uh, wow. and that'll be on the booking page. PQ family, ride Like that's a free event as a nonprofit we put on. I'll be running that one. So, 
want to come out and say what's up march 26th we'll be doing a beginner's ride um there's another fundamentals clinic that's uh lucy there on the left and steph and her face is kind of cut off <laughs> <laughs> they run that by um uh by cal's mountain and then their trail rides are at mission trails if you're familiar with mission trails that that is that's cool that's that's cool very very cool are, are now a lot of these i'm noticing some of these coaches or those girls there are they are students at some point, but then they actually end up becoming leaders within the groups. The, um, no, as far as the, none of the kids, we haven't had any of the kids like transition to that. You're talking Lucy there on the left and then Steph on the right. They just came on as, as community leaders. I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Lucy and Steph, you guys, girls look, you're so young. There, there. That's, <laughs> that's what I meant. That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it was one of those, maybe like, um leaders making new leaders as these kids grow up and get more skilled my um, oldest daughter is um she's been through she's gone through like kind of as a student for the last four years and all the events that i've led so she actually asked me because my after school program's in april she's like can i be up front like coaching and uh, nice. i'm like yes you've earned that and she yeah. can a big part of it is like she uh, you know do like a proper ready position or you know forward back bike body separation and she's like nailed nice but she's always got me behind her yelling at her get lower <laughs> your bike over yeah. <laughs> right rancho pinosquitos looks like after school program um got a com comment for you by uh empty rage he says dude that's less than 50 bucks a session steal he says yeah, thanks thanks Rage. yeah it's 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 really cool del sir del sir after school you got a lot of good stuff going on here there we go. Here's a shred fest. It's a party on bikes. Starts May 28th. So you can see there, um, that's Anarchy Island on the in the foreground. Um, it's literally just a rope on the ground that consecutively gets smaller. Uh -huh. But if you dab or go outside the rope, you're out. So it's just a competition to, you know, it teaches ratcheting. We use it to teach ratcheting. And track stand isn't something we teach, but some of the kids pick it up and we'll touch on it. And then we have that pump track in the back. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually Stimba's. We use it. We have access to it. Uh, so we break that out. And then we have, this is, those are two stations. We have like eight to 10 stations. So we'll have a cornering station. We'll have uh, Limbo, different, other different games. It's literally a party on bikes. It's, it's, wow. it's a blast. That's cool. That's really cool. Man, all kinds of good stuff you guys are doing. Um, there's Hodges, right? It looks like, is that Lake Hodges? That is right Hodges there? in the background, yeah. Oh yeah, Lake Hodges Trail Rides program. Dang. Yeah. So... All these great programs, great community leaders. You're looking to get a director, impacting the youth, the future of this sport. Um, after you get the community leader, what's the goal for Sprock Kids after after that? Which which direction is Sprock Kids going to go to, or your vision for it? As far as like expanding, or what do you what do you mean? Yeah, as far as like the future. Say the next five years, where Sprock Kids. The next ten years, where Sprock Kids. Sure. Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, yeah, the, I guess the alligator closest to the boat, as I call it, is that executive director piece. Um, then continuing to saturate, I think saturate is the right word, San Diego. So my goal is for every community to have a Sprockets program within like a reasonable drive, right? Like five or 10 minutes. Um, you know, people that were coming down from Carlsbad to get to PQ, it's like 20, 30 minutes away. So we were seeing that we want to get one there. Mid-city is like a huge priority. We don't have we kind of have this vacuum in the middle of San Diego. Mm -hmm. uh, also South Bay or, you know, like Imperial Beach or West Chula Vista, south of downtown. Uh, Carmen runs out of like Otay, so she's further out east. So that's that's another priority. And then more East County. So that could be El Cajon, Santee, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. With the addition of those three, which we have targeted, but we don't have anyone for at the moment. Um, we'll, have, we'll have kind of a big geographic... Um, presence and then i think we can start filling in from there where the needs are um the biggest one too is just getting as the organization grows and revenues grow and then as a nonprofit, like getting back to the kids who don't have those opportunities is um is like top of mind for me uh, yeah. and, and and building programs on that side as well uh, which i think there's so much opportunity there that um that we will be touching on for sure 
That's great. Maybe I got to link you up with uh, some of my contacts at Sky Park because I know Sky Park does this. And you may already know of this, but they do some kind of uh, organization where they help inner city youth get exposed to bikes. Okay. And I forget what the fundraiser is that they do for that, but that's one of their main things that they're doing as well. So, um, I mean, there's, you're right. There is so much opportunity to share the stoke with like more kids who yeah. may not have the opportunity to do so. For, sure. um, for the folks that are listening either live or later on in Apple iTunes or Google, is there anything other than the director position? Hopefully that, that someone comes up soon for you there, but yeah. is there anything that we all can do as part of the mountain bike community to help Sprout kids? Yeah. Great question. I appreciate that. Um, get the word out. I mean, we've been doing it for four years. I feel like we've really started getting traction in the last six months to a year. Um, so people knowing that we exist, right. Um, this is huge doing this. I you know, appreciate having me on for that. But so sharing that and then um, you know, reach out if you're interested in getting involved with us, let me know. If that's not specifically in San Diego, I can definitely, whether it's connecting you through to Giant or um, giving you other connections on kind of what I've learned and in, in leveraging what's been given to me and kind of building upon that. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as, you know, for now, fundraising is a big part um, and that's a big part to support the executive director, support our mission. Um, and the executive director is going to help expand that uh, immensely. You know, nice. I have I have so many things. It's like, oh, I would love to do all this, but I only have so many time. The board only has so much time. Yeah. And so that's going to be a massive, uh, I feel a massive inflection point. Uh, that'll, someone on. that'll be huge to have someone that's like dedicated in that position to help grow this thing and, and, and fill all the buckets that need to be done in, in the orders that needs to be done. That, that will be huge for you guys. Um, let folks know where they can find Sprock Kids out there in the wild, um, on social media, if they yeah. wanted to follow your journey. And even if they wanted to help donate to Sprock Kids, how do they do all that? I, yeah, I appreciate that. So SprockKidsSD.com, uh, um, as we were on earlier, you can, um, you can actually donate through our website. There's a donate page at the top. Uh, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo. Oh, right up. There you are. So donate. Um, there's that sort of, that's like the first after school program. I love that picture. That's a great uh, picture. Joey's yes. fast. How fast is Joey? Just pop that up. <laughs> <laughs> nice joke. Um, so you can pay through here, um, PayPal, Venmo. Um, uh, as far as uh, booking, everything's pretty much everything's on our website. Um, following us, we're on Instagram. So it's at SprockKidsSD. So same as the website. We're also on Facebook. We have um, at SprockKidsSD. You can search us there or SprockKids San Diego. Uh, we have a page and then we also have a group. So um, I would like, that's another thing. Like I'd like to build the group up more to be like a local, like, Hey, I need a kid's bike for like to get uh, more of a dynamic in there. So uh, please add us um, both the page and the group. Um, we're also on LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to add us there. And, smart. Uh, that's smart. Yeah. LinkedIn, man. That's the, I've been told that's like, that's the sleeper social media site. We all need <laughs> to be more involved with. <laughs> it's the, for the executive director piece. It's been, uh, we've been getting like the most traction there. Uh, being the professional side it is. So, yeah, no, I, um, I'm i trying to think of, of anywhere else. I think we touched on, touched on kind of where. No, that, it, it's great. You've given us a really good idea of what Sprock Kids is. I love the genuineness of how it started. I mean, literally you wanted something for your daughter. And then now here you are on the board working with Susie Murphy <laughs> of Simba. I mean, that 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 is huge. And we have a couple other folks who are making some comments here. Uh, Spokesman MTB says, man, those are lucky kids. Um, and that Sky Park connection is perfect. Griffin Yu, what's up, my man? Griffin Yu is out right now on uh, injury reserve uh, for as an athlete. You know, uh, says this is awesome for the next generation of mountain bikers. Thanks, Griffin. Which is, which is very cool. Um, anything else that you'd like to share with everybody before we go? And, and by the way, that, those super chats, uh, those go to the guests. So um, when this process is through, I'll make sure that uh, we'll put that in and get that over to you, Sean. So big ones tonight from uh, Spokesman MTB as well as uh, Burel Bikes out in Idaho. Gotcha. Hey. Gotcha. A little bit of coin. Thank you guys for the support. I appreciate it. Um, no, thanks for having me on. Um, and if you guys 
anyone that's in here or listens in the future, uh, if you want to chat offline, feel free to reach out anytime. Uh, I love, I love doing this. Happy to, uh, you know, if you're interested in getting involved with this, hit me up. Uh, if you're doing your own thing, happy to support there too. And Mark, thanks. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely, Sean. I, I love what you're doing, man. When Jeff told me about Sprott Kids and how much Ava loved it as <laughs> his daughter, I was like, I got to talk to this guy. This is very cool that you're doing this for the kiddos, man. Um, Sean, what's the email that they could get through to you? Or is it better to hit you on those Sprott Kids SD channels via Instagram? Or You can, yeah. So if you want to just kind of track what we're doing, like we have e-blasts and stuff that go out, you can do that on the website. Just put your info into any one of the boxes. If you want to okay. reach out to me directly, it's Sean, S-E-A-N, uh, at SprottKidsSD.com. Uh, so feel free to email me. Gotcha. Yeah, thank you. Gotcha. I did miss that one. <laughs> gotcha. No, this is good stuff. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sean from Sprock Kids as he goes out there and influences the future of mountain biking, spot by spot, kiddo by kiddo. I love it, man. Sean, right thanks so much for jumping on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Mark. Thank you. And good night, everybody. Thank you for being on. See you guys. See you. Folks, and that is a wrap on episode 63 with Sean from Sprock Kids SD. If you found yourself glued to the stereo or to the channel and you are interested in doing a Sprock Kids in your area, you sure can. You could be a community leader and you just need to reach out to Sprock Kids and see if you could set something up in your area. This is great for the youth and great for the future. Again, special thank you to the supporters of the show. Thank you to Tasco MTB, Afton Shoes, Goop Industries, Spy Optic, YT Industries, and the boys at the YT Mill, Dionese, Orange County, Better Bolts, and of course, Kapu Coffee. Hope you all enjoyed this episode and look forward to seeing you all out on the trails and on to the next episode. But until then... I hope you find something you're passionate about. I hope you work hard at it. And hey, whatever it is, all that hard work that you put into it is always going to pay off. See you guys at the top. Shoo!